Welcome to Takeout Therapy. I'm Rebecca Hunter, an anxiety specialist, private practice therapist, and total mental health geek. Stick with me for the next few minutes, and I'll teach you what you need to know to have an emotionally healthier and more peaceful way of life. I promise a little free mental health education can't hurt. We should have had it much earlier, but it's never too late to learn. This podcast is authentic, unedited, and without a bunch of ads. All I ask is that you pass it along to a friend. Just forward an episode. If you want to get access to more awesome resources, head to takeouttherapy.com. Okay, let's dig in. Well, hello there. I'm so glad you guys stopped in today to do a little personal growth work. Recently, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is Tara Brock's podcast. I just find her voice to be very soothing and her conversations with people to be so profound and deep. I really, really appreciate the work she's putting out into the world and helping us all just calm the heck down. Anyway, she was interviewing Arthur Brooks about he and Oprah Winfrey's new book, which is called something like, oh, it's called Build the Life You Want. I haven't read this book. I just listened to the interview and I was really struck by a very simple thing that Arthur Brooks said, which is that anxiety is unfocused fear. Oh, that hit me so hard because that is a beautiful expression of what anxiety actually is. And I'm going to play with this idea today because it's such a simple model to understand anxiety and it gives us a framework for change. So if you're somebody who often feels that rush of anxiety, this is a process that's going to help you name it and move on. As usual, I want to remind you that I'm over here behind the scenes of this podcast, creating free, useful resources for you, as well as paid, useful resources for you. Um, This week, I want to invite you to handle your anxiety differently. Deal with worry, fear, and overthinking by becoming more present, disciplining your mind, and reducing your overwhelm in the process. I've created a handy dandy visual guide that you can download for free on my website at takeouttherapy.com. And that guide actually goes pretty darn well with this episode. So go get that free resource. I promise it will be useful. Here's the situation. One out of four people report having anxiety. Now, these are the people that actually talk about having anxiety. Can you imagine how many more don't talk about it? You know, anxiety is really interesting, and I've specialized in helping people um, heal anxiety for many years. And I think one of the really fascinating things about it is people have no idea that they're anxious. They just think like, oh, I'm just this way, right? But nobody 
is meant to be constantly elevated all the time, okay? <laughs> so anxiety is a constant elevation of your central nervous system, and it fouls up the body's calming mechanisms pretty well. It's basically like leaving Taylor Swift on all the time, which I gotta say has been going on in my house, and it ain't me that's got the Taylor Swift obsession. If you leave Taylor Swift on all the time, before you know it, you're like doing dishes and your booty shaking, you're not gonna be able to get those songs out of your head. Good luck sleeping, Swifties, right? <laughs> so I'm using this analogy to express this idea that anxiety is like a constant churn that we need to be able to pause and shut off and get distance from. But the thing is, is most people that experience anxious feelings think they're doing it wrong. They think there's something wrong with themselves. I've been there. I have, I, I often call myself an anxiety survivor because I lived with crippling anxiety for probably 20 years. So I don't live with that anymore, but it really taxes our relationship with ourselves, right? When we think we're doing life wrong because we feel terrible all the time, how are we going to get to solution from there? And it really overloads our nervous system. And so it's important to understand anxiety so that we can heal it. It's a problem because the body just can't continue to sustain the degree of elevation that anxiety is. What happens is that eventually we crash and burn, right? Or we become completely emotionally dysregulated and want to kind of give up. I see a lot of people that have anxiety that also have anxiety's best friend called depression. Because when your nervous system's elevated all the time, your body will just shut your butt down. It really will. I mean, it'll just put you in your bed, which really feels awful. And then we lapse into like this kind of funky state, the state of depression. So anxiety and depression go well together. Um, they like each other and they're often paired in our body. Our mental health really suffers right here. And life gets so small when we're in a constant state of fear. So let's talk about this unfocused fear. What does that even mean? It means like that it's our body is responding to the world incorrectly. You're not responding to the world incorrectly, friend. It's your body that's doing it. And then your mind and yourself get in on that action, right? But oftentimes it's very elusive. It's like, well, what are you anxious about? You know, a lot of people do this to themselves. They're like, why do you feel this way? What are you so worried about? What are you so anxious about? It's unfocused, which means like kind of nothing and kind of everything, right? So how do we shift this unfocused fear? We take control, basically. We can shift fear into emotional control, emotional regulation. We can also turn it into empowerment and 
peace and calm. So I, I will just say real quickly that I have been an anxiety expert for many years. Um, uh, about three years ago, I developed a class. It's like a three-part online class to help people heal anxiety. So if you're really interested in digging further into this idea of unfocused fear and healing anxiety, go to Takeout Therapy, check out my Back to Calm Anxiety class. It's cheap, it's easy, and a really fun exploration of yourself that will help you calm down this incredibly unfocused fear, right? Because we have to acknowledge that there is fear in life. Like fear is functional and frankly, it keeps us alive. The system creates fear out of pretty much nothing sometimes. The system gets bad signals and safety, connection, and belonging lie at the base of most of this fear that we have. And so when we can like meet up with fear and kind of validate like, yeah, I do feel afraid. I do feel really insecure. I do feel kind of disconnected. We can kind of dig a little bit deeper and get in there and, and validate ourselves in order to heal it. So one of the ways that we can really approach this is to decide how we want to feel and point ourselves in that direction. You know, a lot of people that I see have social anxiety and I, I really get social anxiety because I actually sometimes feel socially anxious. I feel like literally the most awkward person in the room a lot of the time. I'm not always super well-spoken and have my act together when there's a million things going on in the room. It can lead me to feeling very insecure, disconnected, like I don't belong, which then makes me feel, yeah, afraid, unsafe, right? And so this idea about decide how you want to feel and point yourself in that direction is about mind discipline. It's we want to use mindfulness by becoming like we want to become and learn to become very present with, yes, our emotional state, but also like of all the other things that are going on in the environment, right? This is body based work mindfulness, mind discipline, we think it's a cognitive process. Like we try to talk ourselves through this vague fear and it doesn't work. It's not a cognitive process. It has to be a body-based process. Mindfulness is oftentimes a body-based process. And we also want to point ourselves in the direction of our values in our life, right? So like one of my values is that I want to be around people. I want to have connection. I want to feel belonging. I want to be part of my community, but I, I don't always feel super confident right there. So in terms of living my values, I would literally have to feel a lack of confidence and do things anyway right? So that's kind of what I mean about decide how you want to feel and point yourself in that direction. It's like, yeah, feel afraid, 
acknowledge the unfocused fear or the known fear and follow your own boundaries anyway, right? I think if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you'll know that I am terrified of flying. And also I refuse to stop traveling. So I have learned to cope. And the way that I do that is to validate that flying is really scary to me. It's completely appropriate to be afraid, but what can I do to get through it? What can I, I can't ignore it, right? I can't invalidate myself because then I just end up at war with myself. So we learn to cope. And the way I do it is deep breaths. I do meditations. I listen to fear of flying podcasts. Um, one time I listened to this podcast with this guy who's a pilot just basically said like, Hey, yeah. So turbulence for pilots is literally no big deal. It's like driving on a gravel road. Whereas like most of the people in the back seem totally calm. When I look around thinking to myself, we're all going down, but I don't feel calm. And so I've always remembered that, that it was like, so this isn't rational up there in the cockpit. This is no big deal, girl. Like just breathe, just get through this. You know, we have to learn to cope with some of these moments of irrational fear or unfocused fear. We can do this all day long to get where we want to go in life. We can follow our own boundaries and feel afraid at the same time. We can hold those things next to each other, but it cannot happen if you invalidate your feelings, if you invalidate your the, the fact that you're afraid. You have to make room for being afraid and doing things anyway. This is what helps anxiety. So I really love this idea. And I hope that me talking about this idea about unfocused fear in regards to anxiety helps you to kind of understand a little bit further about why sometimes it feels so vague and unnecessary to be anxious and that that actually is totally appropriate. Our poor bodies, we were not built for this life, my friend. Like we were built for a quieter, calmer, more centralized and community tribe-based existence. This whole, like you have access to the news 24 seven and you know what people are having for breakfast situation. Ugh, it is bananas. No wonder one out of four people suffer with anxiety. But that doesn't mean you can't deal with it and it doesn't mean you can't get better. Come check out Takeout Therapy and get some resources that will be really, really helpful for you in the months and years to come. And don't forget, you have to be in a good relationship with yourself in order to do personal growth work. So get working on that. And if you need a little bit of help, come join one of my programs because that's what I teach people all day long. Okay. I'll see you again soon. Take care. I'm so glad you joined me today and I hope it was helpful. Always make sure to get the appropriate level of help for your unique situation. Check out the resources at takeouttherapy.com and hopefully you can find something there. As always, 
thanks so much for showing up and doing your work, which in a way changes the level of emotional development in your community, in your town, maybe even in the world. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. This podcast is intended as education and prevention, not medical or mental health treatment. See you next time. Thank you.